If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Heavens to Megatroid. The the others. Alright, y'all, welcome to episode 41 of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills. And your boy Jay Wright. And we bike main is up. We got a special guest in the building. You know what this is, though? Yeah, man. We got Part- we got Cory Booker. We got Cory Booker, aka we got two Blames in the building, aka DJ Yella, aka Mr. One Polo Away, aka Mr. Used to Had a Webby. Now we going hey. on top. You know what I'm saying? AKA Mr. Northwest. Pacific hey. Northwest that is. AKA we, we Quinoa. AKA Dickle Tracy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> my boy, my brother, Blaine Jordan in the building. Yeah. What's happening, man? That last one, that last one's a quality, quality nickname, bro. Ask your brother about it. Pause. Hey, uh, one important note, uh, former basketball manager, Blaine Jordan, you know what I'm saying? My man was, my man plugged in, uh, under the John Brady era. So, uh, man, how you feeling these days, Blaine? I'm feeling good, man. The weather's nice, sun is shining, kids are healthy, family's good, man. We doing all right. Man, doing light skin things. You You out here riding bikes and stuff? Nah, man, nah, man. We just we, but we in the neighborhood pushing the kids in a little stroller. You know how that goes, bro. When you come from the suburbs, okay. yep. It's, it's safe. It's safe. We ain't got to worry about no dogs, no people. You shooting sandals? dice on the corner. We good. Oh, you ain't wearing sandals out there. Nah, no flip flops. I'm not Jay. I'm not Jared. Okay, Jay Wright, how you doing over there, bro? Man, I'm over here struggling with this newborn dog. I can't even lie, bro. This little dude <laughs> over here. Hey. Do you do you feel like that like a wide receiver to get called into a team at that missed camp and you trying to get your bearings back? You you right, yeah. I feel like Brandon Marshall when he had that last little rodeo you with know? the Saints. Yeah, I was like, hey, what y'all call? What's the <laughs> team? Now, no sleep. Now when when y'all say a seven, are y'all y'all calling the same route? Because when I was in Seattle and in Denver, yeah, because Jay Cutler he just wiped his visor and tell me what to do. <laughs> Drew Brees ain't got no visor like yeah. that. I don't know. You know, that's how that's exactly how I feel, bro. I had to tell uh had to tell my baby my baby mama with my first son, I was like, I'm sorry, because uh I ain't realize you had to do this much. I'm a mature man now and helping out with this one, it's a it's a world of difference, dog. Hey man, you gotta get your diaper changes under thirty five seconds, dog. Bro, you like you like at the pit stop getting time, man. You got to make it as yeah. as efficient as possible. You, especially at night, you don't want to wake that baby. Nope, man. Got to get them while they still sleep. Yep. Wow. It don't help that he built like Julius Peppers too, dog. So I got to, <laughs> I got to. It it take everything out of me to get that leg lifted to get this pipe, this pamper on him, dog. Got to cover up that defensive end. Got yeah. to, bro. Got to. <laughs> And de- definitely make sure you get the point guard taken care of because that boy will pee on you, dog. Hey, I done got hit, dog. He's a shooter. He, he's, he's accurate. He's, he's, shooter. Like, he's like Joe Joe Burrow, man. He's accurate, dog. He's a hippie. I was at one point, I was six for six in one day. 
I just changed him. And he got me six straight times. I was like, <laughs> man, bro. Hey, you know, you, you just got to be quick with it, man. Got to yeah. be quick. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. <laughs> well, shit, for the man. So, what you decided to do for the people, man, is, you know, football season's over with, kind of a little dead period. Uh, we are going to do a couple more football podcasts in the near future, but we figured we kind of transition over to basketball. Um, LSU out here. You know, doing big things, not traditionally known as a basketball school. But, you know, we out here, we rank. You know, we we, we fighting for SEC dominance. Uh, yeah. so we, we figure who better to bring on than our boy Blaine, man. He tapped in. Uh, as we record this right now, LSU's actually playing a game against Tennessee. So I'm going to have that uh, pulled up, giving some live updates or something, you know. Uh, right now, it's three minutes to go. They're down 45-58. But I want to tell the people, calm down. Calm it's down. All right. It's all right. Two in a row. All right. It doesn't mean nothing. It's all right. There's reasons behind the losses, and it's not Alabama. The last loss I put, and I hate to say it, but one piece of it was on the referees. But the other main piece, dog, we were down two out of five of our starters. So Pinson was out with his knee, and uh, Days got hurt halfway through the game, really, with an ankle. And he's playing tonight, which I don't know why, uh, but I guess they want to try and pull a win out in Tennessee. Still the same bum ankle, and uh, and he hurt it again the second half, and he was out as far as last I saw. And then Pinson's still sitting out trying to rest and recover from his, his knee injury. So okay, I think okay. we're going to be all right. I see you caping for the boys. That's what's up. Uh, yeah. so, so let's get into this team, man. Um, you know, a lot of hype. Uh, Will Wade has been kind of – Building this thing from the ground up. Uh, for those who've seen uh, the scheming documentary, uh, we we know uh, Slick Willie, as I like to call him, uh, <laughs> stays making moves, uh, bringing in a lot of talent. Um, you know, I've I've been saying for years that man, we gonna get caught up in something, dog. It's too many mm. big players coming up. In here. I don't know. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing. But uh, for those who, you know, are catching up, because a lot of times we don't find out about these teams until the, the NCAA tournament, like what what are the, the strengths and weaknesses of this team, man, and kind of what, what should we expect when you turn on the Tigers game, man? So if you haven't had a chance to sit down and watch this team, there's a lot of potential here. And I'm going to break down the strengths and weaknesses for you if you haven't had a chance to sit down and watch a, a couple games or one or two. So first off, the strengths, right? This team's size, athleticism, and their defense. Right? You look at this team – and while the point guards are small and thin, they're, they're actually pretty athletic. They, they jump, they run, and it is what it is. But, but the rest of the team, they stand between, like, 6'3 and, like, 7 foot, honestly. So and they switch everything on defense. They very switch everything on defense. Yeah. They, they interchange, they go, they, they grit, they grind. They blocking everything at the, win, at, the, at the rim. They're covering for everybody. Like, they're always on the same page of knowing who's doing what. Uh, we've had a couple slip-ups these past couple games defensively in terms of I'm seeing some some misses on the switches, but they haven't kind of been converted by the offense yet. But it's little things you want to watch for to, to make sure the team's not doing that. Uh, chemistry, I talked about it a second ago, right? This team is on the same page. If a wing is getting beat, the big man is rotating over. The other opposite wing is rotating over to cover the big man. Like, they're really all on top of the game, and they and they fight. Um, they're aggressive on defense, and I love it, man. So their defense turns their offense – uh, as they get stops and turnovers and rebounds, they rebound really well, too. They're pushing the tempo, right? So they're trying to run, 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 and dunk and yam on everybody on the other end of the court. Another strength of this team, obviously, you talked about it, is, is Mr. Willie. 
and that's the coach, right? He's got uh, a strong history with pushing his team, with giving them an edge. You know, the dude is, is calm what they say off the court, but on the court, man, you see him fighting with the reps. You see him arguing for every single call and backing his guys up. He's really at it, man. This dude, he's got this team kind of grinding with what they've got, and he's really pushing them forward. And a lot of that, I think, comes from his history, right? You look back at Will Wade and where he started, he was at Clemson. And if you look back to that coaching staff, there was another guy on that team. His name was Shaka Smart. That was a coach. Fast mm. forward to years later, and he was at VCU, Will Wade was, when Shaka Smart was the head coach and when they went to the Final Four. And if you watch that team then, same thing, gritty. They fought. They had a better three-point shot, but they were super aggressive on defense. Every, every player was really pushing the tempo. And then that followed Shaka everywhere he went. Even when he was at Texas, that team played hard and fought for him. And I think Will Wade kind of pushed that same mentality on this team here. He's trying to get deflections. He's pushing this team to really, really, really be aggressive and put pressure on the offense with their defense. So, you know, they're a fighting team. The fighting Tigers really push them, man. And I like the, the strengths that they have here because defense travels, right? doesn't matter where you play. The defense is always ready and wound up. And you see them, like, right, they kind of edgy. You watch this Tennessee game tonight. They were ready to fight, dog. Tennessee really gets frustrated with that kind of stuff. And I saw it with Alabama. Those cats were getting frustrated and wanting to fight. I saw it with Kentucky, like, the team's got an edge to them, and I like that when I watch this team. Yeah, man. It looks like they're about to take an L tonight, but, you know, to your to your point, man, the team fights. I, I've watched a couple games, and they use their defense to start the offense, and, you know, that does travel. I, I think one of my worries is can these guys make shots down the, down the stretch when it's, you know, a six-point game and two minutes left? Like, how are they going to generate offense, man? And, and that's the hard part, right? Their defense has to do it. And that, and that leads me right into their weaknesses. Although there was something I did see in that Alabama game. They were down like maybe 12 or, or 15, something like that, or maybe like four or five minutes to go. And all of a sudden, again, most teams are just quitting call tonight. Uh, they fought it back to like maybe down four or down six. So making some threes that you just wouldn't expect. So, again, this team, they got something with them, man. They're going to push to the end. But their weaknesses, like you talked about it, half-court offense, slow slow not much to it it might be one pick and pop in a, in a three or they're not getting much penetration from the guards the guards like i said before they're, they're kind of slim kind of slender you know they maybe weigh a buck 50 if they ate a caniac on a weekend uh <laughs> if they're an illegal burrito they weigh in 160 but uh, like they're just they're slim and they're not getting separation when they go to the goal the three ball they're not a great three-point shooting team they'll make some but it, it's not really a strength of theirs whereas other teams can depend on it to, to get themselves back in the game and then really, like, while they're, they've got some good size, they don't really have good uh, varsity leadership from, from a big man. Um, they've, got, they've got a body that is seven feet tall, but he's, he's a freshman. He's still learning the game. So, you know, this team, I think once they get fully healthy, um, that's why I say I'm not too worried about these losses because they've been, they've been depleted. But I think the team will be back to full strength. And I think they can get some, some good wins down the road to kind of get good momentum going into the SEC tournament and in the NCAA tournament. So. Can I ask a question? Of course, man. So what do you think that leads us into the NCAA tournament? Sweet 16, uh, you know, round of 32? Like, where, where, where do we end up? I think, as it stands right now, the seeding might not be what we like. But I do still think this team, depending on who they're matched up with, can get into the second weekend, possibly. I think they can at least win one game and possibly a second to get in that second weekend. But – Again, I know it sounds kind of waffling right in the middle like a politician, but it all depends on who 
they get messed up with it. They get messed up with a, a real savvy leader, uh, leadership team that's got a lot of seniors and juniors on the team that can shoot the three ball, then they might be in some trouble. Because, again, LSU's defense leads to their offense. When they're running and gunning and trying to dunk on you, they're a great team to watch. But if the other team slows it down, is able to make threes, and LSU's having to take it out of bounds and slows down the tempo, we could be in a lot of trouble. So it, it does depend on who they get matched up with. Man, give me – so give me like an NBA comparison as far as like how they play. Not necessarily the, the same talent, obviously, but – If I could give you as a team who they play like, I would say – and this is, this is a stretch because of who was on that team, right? When you talk about mm-hmm. NBA and college talent, you know, different, different levels. But that old OKC team, I think it was Kevin Durant's last year when they were able to switch everything. Defensively, they were strong, though. They were able to switch everything – one through five, uh, they were able to run. They were able to kind of to push the tempo, and they had that size that was aggressive for a lot of teams couldn't handle in the NBA. Now, obviously, we don't have a Kevin Durant. We don't have a Russell Westbrook. We don't have those type of players. Mm-hmm. But in the way the team fights and plays, um, that's what this team reminds me of. Now, they've got some players here now that have got some talent, right? You talk about Darius Days, a, a savvy veteran, been around oh. the block. He reminds me of um, – of Draymond Green, right? I th- and I think he even shoots better than Draymond. He doesn't quite pass well as Draymond, but he's like six foot seven, about like 240, big body, but he moves his feet real well, can guard one through five, rebounds really, really well, and has a, a real strong base on him. So, you know, he's got some talent on him. And Tari Eason, another player that he's going to try to attack the rim at all times. He likes to get to his right hand. A lot of defense is trying to take that away now. But he, he likes to boom. One. Likes to boom, likes to fight and piss off other squads. Athletic, slim, man. He's gonna go at you. You gonna go at your head every single night. So they've got some some fight in this team. Yeah. For lack of a better term, we got a team full of niggas. We do. Yeah. We do. And because Parker Edwards ain't playing. That that's the same cat, Tyree Eason, dog. Like he 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 came from Cincinnati. He came from the transfer portal from Cincinnati last year. If you ever watch Cincinnati, that's how they play. Mm. He even played up here in uh, in Seattle. That's where he went to high school under Brandon Roy's team. And oh. that, that team, that team was the same way, like fighting, dog, just just pushing, hey. trying to yam on you every time. Can Brandon Roy jump on the telephone book, or is his are his knees that gone? No, his knee gonna turn to dust. I wouldn't yeah. even put it on that man. Damn. He got to spray that thing with WD forty every morning with his weather, bro. I feel that's what I'm saying. That dog, he was a beast, and then he just couldn't get right. Did he, he have the, did he have the Anthony Hardaway joint or he had the the Grant Hill like well, man yeah. who, who who was uh Earl the goat didn't the goat have some bad knees the goat man the goat yeah the goat had crack his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom who was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think about the girl, I think about that cat with them hooks in his hand shooting up. That's in the right. <laughs> and Brandon Roy was never butt naked in no uh, alley like that. Nah, <laughs> nah, bro, nah, nah. He married with kids and a wife and just coaching, living his bed, living a good life, dog. He on the right side of the Bible. Hey, man. We just hope. But, man, maybe- I, honestly, like this, this team, I, I do, I like them. I think they can't. I think once they're healthy, they've got a lot of potential. We lost three scores from last year. Yep. You talk about Cam Thomas, who's the in buckets. 
so Kyrie, right, and, and oh. David Duke Jr., which is a whole nother story in and of itself. Some Fam. cat named David Duke Jr. Do you know where your heritage name comes from? Fam. Do you have nicknames? David Duke Jr. Every time I see his name pop up, I do like a double take. Like, oh, he black. Okay. AKA Mr. Sheets. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> do your Googles on the original David Duke. Not not his daddy, but the David Duke. The OG. Yeah, yeah. there's a history lesson there. Uh Trenton Watford, another score from last year, right? He's over here in Portland playing for the Blazers. Eating organic food and vegan. Mm. Devontae Smart, he's in the G League and still getting tapered head head still getting tapered right across his right across his forehead, dog. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> that, that man is wasting money on haircuts, bro. He's go ahead and come on home, bro. He must be going to Mike at A Quality Barbershop on government, dog. Because <laughs> Michael cut anything you want. And that nigga with that fish plate with co-sign it in the back. Bro, he, I, better, he better off having ever scissor hands cut his hair, bro. I, I know every time he walks in the barbershop, his barber just be pissed. Like, ah, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this one today. That's but easy that. money. I'll be happy this nigga came in. You want that taper shit in the front again? Come on. <laughs> Less <Yeah>. real estate. <laughs> you, you can hear him on the, he be on the phone. Yeah, man, I got it. Let me cut this nigga hair real quick, man. It ain't going to take but three minutes. I got it. Don't worry about what, it. What you want today? The, the prevent or the cover three? Which one? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> that boy in an umbrella. Boy, I, I bet if he wears some headphones, look like look like Minute Maid Park on a spring day, dog. Bruh. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> boy, if y'all the- at home right now, go ahead and Google Javante Smart. I don't think he cleaned it up at this point. You can get a nah. recent pick and you're going to see it. That boy took the top off the Maybach. <laughs> it's convertible all year round. He never put the T-top back on. Uh, he still the Thunderbird. Never. Uh, oh, I'm just, I just. Wait, he got he got the nerve to have some twists with it. <laughs> you can't take the attention off of it with some twists, brother. My man got the Stevie Wonder. No. <laughs> oh man. He can't. He can't wear that thick LeBron head strap like 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 LeBron does to cover that up. Uh, gotta let that go, man. You gotta wear a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know what? Javante Smart, get your money. Keep hoping. Yeah. You ever yeah. want to come on the podcast and defend your hairline? You more than welcome. Oh man, um, I mean, look. If anybody yeah. can say this, me. Come on home, dog. Come on home. Come Let it go. Home play it's boy. a lot. It's a lot cheaper to shave it with razors. Ask me and Emerson. I'm gonna call them out too. If you want a brother, it's a lot cheaper to shave the head bald than to go ahead and just keep on getting them tapers in the front. I'm, I'm still waiting for y'all to to have that bet or somebody grow their hair out. Whoever loses. <laughs> oh man, that I don't know, bro. I got I got a nine to five. I got a corporate lifestyle. Even on these zooms, I can't put enough filters to cover that up. If I have to grow my hair out like that. <laughs> Man, <laughs> man. So, uh, real quick, uh, big news. Uh, Will Slick Willie Wade is, is signed another five star. We gonna go with uh Marvel. I think it's Marvel Allen, uh, five star, uh, out of Calvary Christ, uh, high school. Uh, where he from? Florida. From Florida. Florida. Okay. That's why I say it's Marvell, dog, because they go to yeah. church down there, dog. It might be Marvell. 
Uh, yeah, I think his mom uh, had some Perrier one night and said, "We're gonna name him Marvel." It's French. Marvel is French. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see what he looking like. I mean, he's a guard. Looks like he likes to get to the bucket quite a bit. Um, Marvel Allen. He's a, he's a, he's a good prospect. Six foot four. We're gonna need some point guard help once Pinson's gone next year. Uh, you look at the team we have now, and Murray is strong. I like Murray a lot. I, I'm high on this kid. He's a, he's a freshman, uh, and he's he's doing a lot on both ends of the court. But you know, the rest of our backcourt is kind of thin, and so to have another guard come in at six foot four, that's aggressive, a top five player. He's going to put some pressure and uh, and get something good out of his team. Gaines is right now the backup who's been starting for LSU because uh, Pinson's been hurt. But Gaines, I mean, he's got elite hands. When I say elite, I mean elite. Defensively, the kid is aggressive. Uh, he's he's going after everything. He's getting a lot of steals, and, and the position that he gets in on to, to draw charges is is real smart and heady basketball. And the offensive end, Lord Jesus, this kid can't take care of the ball. He can't uh. shoot. When he gets to the rim, he's not quite finishing. He's trying to pull it up. He's a little pensive when he's there. I mean, I, like – He's a sophomore, so he's still figuring it out. But I don't think we can depend on him for for two more years, you know, down the line, down the line for this LSU team. Man, I'm gonna ask you about one more kid, and then we're gonna transfer. We're gonna transition into a story before we get out of here. Uh, what's up with uh, Shaq's kid, man? I see he's starting to kind of get a few more minutes as opposed to the beginning of the season. He hurt his foot. He hurt oh, his okay. foot. I think it was the end of last season or the beginning of like in over over the summer. And he's been out. So he finally did get some playing time uh, maybe two games ago. But we're looking forward to having him back, you know, having that support from Shaq and then having him on the floor. He's another big, big, long body that can get there on the defensive end and, and kind of disrupt a lot of plays. Man, so I want to transition that into I got to get your best Shaq story, dog, from when you was on the team, man. The best Shaq story, man. So – for those of you who don't know, and Jay Kells called it out, I was on the LSU basketball team as a manager, not a player. Um, this was in from 2000. You could have lied, bro. You could have lied. Yeah, we, we was going to go with it. We was going to stick, stick with I it. I mean, that's a whole other story time in itself because we have oh, said we were players. That's true. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. That's going to go into this, my, my weekend this past weekend. <laughs> Regis Kunja over here. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, we're not gonna tell that story time. We'll save that one for another another episode. But uh, no, Shaq, when I was there with the, with the LSU team, Shaq, um, he would come down every summer and would play pickup with the players. Would uh, he had a golf tournament? He would come to some football games. He would talk to a lot of the college athletes and, and players from all sports. Just kind of coach them up on you know how to be a professional, how to how to make it on this level, and even take advantage of everything that you've got going on right now. But at the time, he was playing with the Lakers. This was like 2004, 2003 is his first year. And he would come down for the summers, kick it with the team, again, play pickup, tell us stories about Kobe, tell us everything, man. He was a real cool cat. But, you know, he'd ride his motorcycle into the arena when no one was there. And one day we was in there shooting, right? So Shaq, you hear the, the back gate open up, and you hear the motorcycle pull in, and Shaq, big ass, get off the motorcycle in the middle of the court and walk on over. But that's when, like, he would ride his motorcycle in the middle of the court, like, but he could do that, right? He was Shaq. And he, he gets off the motorcycle and comes over and is like, hey, big man, let me get some socks. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, and it's just me out there. The players aren't out there yet. I'm like, I got you, bro. So he starts walking behind me, and we walk back to the locker room so I grab some socks, right? So the way it's set up, you got to go through the ramp, 
and then through these double doors and down some steps to get to the locker room. And he's walking behind me, just kind of talking like, hey, how you doing, yada, yada, yada. And we get down the steps, we turn the corner, and out of my right eye, like, I just see this, this, this dark, like, figure, this dark item, like, come around. And next thing I know, Shaq's got me in a headlock. He puts his arm all the way around me. And all I see is that Shaq logo from his arm and shoulder. <laughs> That's all I see down. And I'm, next thing you know, like, my little feet are kicking. And I'm up in the air, and he's just, like, laughing. And I'm like, dog, I am not Cat Williams. Like, I am a boy, Damon. Like, let me go. What the hell are you talking about? And this dude is like, he's just, he's just playing around. He's being Shaq and he puts me down. He's like, ah, I'm just playing. And I'm like, bro, I almost died. Like, you can't play with me. Like I'm five foot seven. You are seven foot one, three seventy seven. Like this is too much dog. And he's like, I'm just playing with you, man. Let me still get them socks though. I'm like, I got you. You Get them socks and, (laughs) and, uh, and we go back to the court and, and, you know, he, he plays his pickup, but. That was uh, one of the encounters I've had with Shaq when he's just being his playful self. Damn, you should have said, Kazam! (laughs) (laughs) Still still out here with these these blue chips. What was his name in blue chips, dog? Neon Badeau. Neon Badeau, yeah. Yeah. Neon Badeau. He was was dunking on cats in that church in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) That church. (laughs) (laughs) With the wooden backboard? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that thing like, looked hot and sweaty, bro. Right. That's, that's, that's how he is, man. Shaq's a big kid, man. He, he's always telling jokes and telling, telling stories. That's that's who he really is, man. And and I got to shout out myself because it felt good. It, it feels good. He did tell me after that moment, he said, I was here yesterday, and, and, uh, and I was sitting around watching y'all play, and I saw you just shooting in the corner, bro. He's like, you got a nice little jump shot. He's like, man, I see you over there. Keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, man, it felt good to hear an NBA player tell you got a nice, a nice jump shot, nice release, bro. So, shout out to Shaq. Damn. I should have been in there. Did. He would have said, I played like Eddie Jones, dog. <laughs> 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 Shout out to the team elite. Uh, we're gonna have to do a story time on Russell, but we gotta do like yeah. a season recap, yeah, because my playing time got cut drastically, dog. Ashton, yeah, mine's there too, dog. Nah, man, you was like the you was like the sixth man, dog. I was like Monte Ellis out of high school, like they would not actually <laughs> not play me for. Shit. I just be down there. I was like, I could have worn street clothes for this. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis. <laughs> uh, street clothes. Man, oh man. Man, before we let you get out of here, Blaine, uh, hi, real quick, how you feel about uh, LSU and the moves we made on, on, on the football field, man, on the offseason? You know, I'm okay with it, bro. I've accepted it. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest, <laughs> honest with you. At first, you sound like Emerson. <laughs> At first, boy, I was hot. I just, I think I fired off a couple group chat messages and I put my phone down for the night and was like, because, you know, we was all accept, we was ready to accept my brother, Dave Aranda. We was ready to bring him over. Hey, y'all from the same phylum. Yeah. We, we cut from the same cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Check that unknown box. Nope. <laughs> Mr. Ambiguous. Could we, we could be, be in Cuba just partying it up with the Cubans. We could yeah. be in New Orleans on Burma Street. 
And we could be in the room. That's what I'm saying. Team, bro. You should go to Hollywood, bro, because one week you can play a terrorist, and the next week you can play the cartel. And right. Mr. Potato Head. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pop on a different mustache. They like old Pierre and how to be a player. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. <laughs> nah, bro, I can't put that one on. <laughs> can't put that one on me. I can't take that one. But no, nah, honestly, I was I was good with it, man. Uh after I did I, I had to I had to consult y'all. I had to listen to the podcast and hear everything. My number one concern was always can he recruit? Can he come down and can he pull these local players and this, and these local the local talent to play for LSU? LSU's gonna sell itself, but can he sell himself? That was always my question, man. Hey man, well he out here doing the boot scooting boogie with Walker Howard. So whatever you hey, gotta bro. do, ABC always be closing. Has he had crawfish yet? Has he has he has he gotten crawfish juice on his shirt? I'm Probably sure he not. has by now. I don't know, dog, because he you know what he has because how you said family at that. Uh, <laughs> he's he's in alignment with the crawfish. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Probably hasn't had the etouffee for him yet, but he's had some crawfish. Yes, we already kicked it off the season in, in Houston, so I know they got it going in, in Baton Rouge, man. All right, man. If he's had crawfish, then, then I'm good with him, man. Hey, he, can, man. he can be accepted by me. I'm I, sure. I, honestly, I, to be honest with you, like, it doesn't – to me, his score and his track record is going to produce who he is, right? If he's winning, I think LL, every LSU fan is going to be happy. That's all, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Young Leslie's from Michigan, dog. So if you're not winning, can you beat Alabama? This, look, this this will let me know he got the right mindset. He hired a dude named Cortez from New Orleans to be his wide receiver coach. Yup. He knew what he was doing. And yeah. we got a uh we went from a Andre to a what we said? Uh a Jamar. A Jamar. So yeah, we we diverse. We out yeah. here. He don't care. He he really looking at blind resumes right now. <laughs> well shit, y'all. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, episode 41 of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills and your boy Jay Wright. And we had our special guest Blaine Jordan, aka yes, Dickle Tracy. We out of here. It's up. Fastest on the block. Ask Germs. <laughs> Ask Germs. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Chip off the rip. What's that? Stop that shit. Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering this coming quick and go and drop that shit. Oh, yeah. To the bubble. <laughs>